Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Family Eating Podcast. We are back with another episode. It's your boy, Mr. Apex. Today we've got another juicy episode for you guys, and we are going to be talking about a few things. But before we get into that, I want to introduce some people. So, who have we got on the pod today? Hi, guys. You got Oh, and are you? (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. We are recording this um, via Zoom. Obviously, quarantine, quarantine, social distancing and that. We're not in our usual studios. So we are recording on Zoom. So (laughs) apologies for any sort of uh, sound overlaps. Mm. Also, I'm just going to disclaimer it now. Um, I've got my little cousin here um, in my house. So if you guys hear screaming, crying or some sort of annoyance, then that is what it is. So, yeah. All right, cool. Who you got on the pod? Six foot. And my disclaimer is, I'm outside, so you might hear some wind, but hey, who likes a bit of wind? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you got Lids joining as well. Hi, guys. You have T. All right, cool. So, podcast today, you got Apex, you got T, you got Lids, you got Six Foot. Guys, today, we are going to be touching on a few things. But before I get into that, I just want to know how you guys are getting on, man. Obviously, we've been locked down for, I don't know, God knows how long. Um, and a lot of us, I think all of us are working from home, if I'm not wrong. So how has <coughs> I been working from home for you guys? And have you got any working from home stories to tell? Oh, man, I've hated it. It's just been long. <laughs> I've done more work at home than I've done in the office. When Thanks. I get back in the office, nobody should be asking me to do proper work because I've, I've done more than I've been paid for. It's ridiculous. I'm over it, and I'm, I think I'm ready to go back in the office, like in August, maybe not now. <laughs> August, you think I'm going back in office this August. year? Yeah. Nah, I didn't. yeah, August is yeah. I don't think we're going in any later than that. I mean, early, any earlier. I don't think they'll let us anyway. I, I don't nah. think London will be seeing me. <laughs> London, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said in the last pod, I've been enjoying my life at home. To be honest. Same. Um, <laughs> been taking naps um i can watch stuff on my phone whilst i'm working it's just been so chill and why are you looking at me like that because i don't know how you can be doing work and watching stuff i i don't have no like my work the amount of work i've been doing yeah has been ungodly man just too much this is too much i haven't even been like there's no hour long breaks, no more. It's just you get food, you go back to your desk, you work. It's long. Man. It's yeah, long. there's but no such it? thing as lunch. Yeah. I haven't had any I haven't had any stories to be honest. Like it's been very chill. Um of course during our Zoom calls we always get those children running in. You guys right. actually get them? I thought I was just a myth. Yeah. No, like literally yeah, every Zoom that. every Zoom call there's children like screaming for their parents. At, it's always the senior management. Yeah. Literally, like, the worst, most unprofessional. <laughs> like you'd think they prepared themselves. There's always the CEOs in their car just strolling in, <laughs> and it reminds me of. Do you remember that that thing that was on the news one time, and the kid came busting in like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens. Oh, it happens. Man. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, on the topic of people and work and stuff, obviously. We work with some people that are amazing, but we also work with people that can be difficult. (laughs) They get on your nerves, it can be difficult, they are, you know, hard to get along with. So in regards to like you guys and stuff, like how do you deal with people that are difficult? Like people that really 
like tick your nerves like what do you do how do you deal with difficult people because today we're going to be talking about dealing with difficult people and yeah. also i think this is six foot's favorite topic um church hurts wow talking about wow. that as well favorite. so um yeah like, it could never be that, me <laughs> yeah in regards to difficult people how do you guys do that I've had, well, for me, yeah, recently, well, I've had, like, five, six managers in the past year. And the recent manager that I got, like... Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, mm, hold on, hold on, hold on. This, 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 within this year or within the past year? This year, I've had three managers. Um, 2020. Year, 2020. Um, last year, I had... What about for your firm? You, you already know. <laughs> Apex, you already know. It's a, it's a joke thing. It's a joke thing. Um, but, yeah... I have, I, I would never call someone like a wizard, but I have this guy that I have to work with. He's like a secondi. He's like a trainee to be a manager and I have to work with him. But I, the only way that I've learned to work with him is literally just kill him with kindness. Mm. Like any time, because he does mm. things that purposely make my life difficult. Mm. It was so bad. This is mad. I was crying. I said, nah. I said to my family, I can't do this. I don't get paid enough. They'll be, do, they'll be doing mental health, you know, mental mental health week, oh, like yeah. last week. I said, what about my mental health? All of you are mad. <laughs> I was, it was just ridiculous. Like, and, but I, I can't, I actually have to pray about it as well. I had to pray about it and I had to change my attitude because the, the real me, Will bring attitude to you. And I'm thinking, if we was in the office, you're so lucky to scream. You know, it would have been different. But because I can't see the person face to face, the attitude, the, the energy that I can bring forth, right. I can't display. It you see, you see, you see when Lydia's talking, yeah. Do you know what comes into my head? <laughs> I blame Instagram for this. You know that song, yeah. It goes. Um, I had to run a boy down my air forces and I didn't go peace uh, in the I, I feel like Lee just gonna just like run and after someone <laughs> with one weapon in that. Honestly, it's been like, yeah. Oh my, oh my, my God. days are better not dealing with a manager like that. But yeah, I just like, I get on my work, make sure that my work is A1. You can't chat for my work, impossible. Even though he makes life difficult. Like, I'm just, the only thing that gives me peace is that when I get back in the office, it's, it's finished for you. You're Christ-like. That's a vendetta, I, man. <laughs> no, you know what? It's an expecting that. Let me be. You don't know the the the, the 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 damage it's done to my mental health. Let's talk about that. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever spoken up to Ephesians four thirty-one to thirty-two? You got to forgive, man. Yeah, I do forgive, but what you're not going to do is make me look mad because it's you that yeah, is mad. Man. But mm. I'm going to just try to keep my sanity and, you know, get my work done. But when we're back in the office, keep it 100%. We're Christ-like, but I'm not a coward. The mm. same energy you've been giving me through, throughout this quarantine. Oh, gosh, I can't wait. Lord Jesus, yeah. let me see this through. Mm. I feel like when they know you're of God, yeah, oh. it's like they try, they, try, they try it. I get where you're coming from. Because cause you don't swear, you don't cuss back, you, you're not the type to mm. be in their face. They feel like mm. they can just walk all over you, but they don't know who you are undercover. Mm. Especially That's when you're from ends, man. No, I remember I went through so many retail jobs because every time I didn't like the way someone spoke to me or the environment, I would just dip. But when you are in like your proper career, you can't, you do can't that. be doing that. You no, no, let's, let's adjust I would that. hand in so my you notice would, and dip, I wouldn't okay, do my okay, notice. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's real bad. It is what it is. So what about references? References for retail. They can't give you a bad one. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. it's against the law. Nah. It's yeah, I never, I, I never understood that. You know, this whole thing. What? I only found out recently. 
that apparently it's impossible to have a bad reference. So if I was yeah. there just chefing everyone and they fired me, they can't say, oh, this guy was a criminal. <laughs> it depends, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's against your character. Then it's a problem. You might have to say something, yeah. Yeah. Or something you did. Like, if you got a disciplinary. Yeah. If it, if it was, like, continuous lates, they would bring that up, but they would polish it. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, you know what I mean? They'd yeah, yeah, polish yeah, yeah. it, because I've been there, man. You've been there? Eh? No, yeah, well, 100. Like, every company, well, not every. Most companies, I try and get a reference from. I always manage to find, I find a way to read back on the notes for the reference. And it's always stuff like, unreliable, in replacement <laughs> for, always Wait, late. you? As in, like, you're you. unreliable. There yeah, apparently is. I'm unreliable. For a few late. Like, man still gets the job, but uh, you I'm unreliable because of a few lates. They'll, they'll polish mm. it. They will polish it. They can't say, like, this guy was unreliable. Unreliable is unpolished. I can't lie, they, they always want me to explain it. But there we go. We move, innit? References. They're from the devil, man. References. For real. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> All of them. Same. Oh my dude. All right, so guys, um, Lids, you said killer my kindness. T, you said get up and leave. <laughs> get nah, up and leave. No, this, no, no, this <laughs> is what work. I used No, that's what I used to do. That's what I used to do. Um, but now, when it, honestly, like, if I'm being, like, completely sincere, when it comes to, like, working environments, um, I always think that I'm just here to do a job. Um, I don't take anything. I, yeah. try not to, I try not to take things personally. Um, I try to see it from their perspective. And like, I, I don't know, I, I, I just feel like, I don't feel like I'm the right, maybe I'm not the right person to give this advice because it, it literally is just down to you. But I feel like where, where, wherever I'm working, particularly now when it comes to my career, I'm just there to like do a good job and that's it like um, I don't get too involved with like people and how people. they feel mm. like I literally I'm doing my job um building relationships and like that's it um if I have difficult people I put it down to that just to that being their personality and I have to try no, and but I, I I I get that but then one could say something like you know they, they might have tried that like they might have tried to leave work at work and they might have tried to just be like okay this person, this person, let me do me. But, mm. you know, you, you do, especially for us, we do um, spend most of our time at work. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I guess exactly. what I'm trying to say is, is there any sort of practical things that can be done or, do you know what I'm trying to say? Just for anyone that's listening kind of thing. Practically, I guess you can speak to them about it. Speak to how... Um, to them about how they make you feel when they speak in a certain tone or you know when they say things that may come across as patronizing and this is how I feel about it is there any way that you can help me with this personally I remember a specific I I remember feeling like someone was speaking to me in a patronizing manner and I went to one of my colleagues and I spoke to them about someone that I trusted of course so I think it's good to go to someone that you trust Um, and I spoke to them about how I felt and how I could go about dealing with the situation and they gave me a lot of good advice because they knew that person as well they knew they knew the best ways to communicate with them sometimes you don't even realize but you're being annoying um and so that's all you don't understand their working style so um mm. if you understand their working style better by asking one of your colleagues you know how to present things to them um, you know how to approach them and that may make the situation better so i think those are some practical things you can do fair that makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense. What about you? Uh, How do you deal with people who are 
Mm. Um, to be honest with you, oh, how do I deal with difficult people? I don't really get many difficult people come my way. Mm. Everyone loves I, you, isn't it? No, not even that. I just feel like <laughs> I, I don't know how to put it into words, but it's like it's very hard Everyone to trigger. Loves you. No, no, no. It's very hard. No, to trigger. Big man Like it's very hard to trigger me. Um, yeah. It's very hard to like get on my. It's very hard to get on my nerves. Especially in like work, especially in work. If you've got my nerves in work, then something has gone on. You've um, done, they've done a lot, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. Over yeah, yeah. You've done something, but I've never really been in a situation whereby I'm at my desk and I'm fuming about something, or someone's really like, you no, know, ticks me off, and I'm like, right, nah, you, mm. I, I'm gonna pray about you. I'm gonna go downstairs and pray about you right now because you have done. Can't <laughs> 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 even wait till the end of the day. The prayer. Yeah, now, I've, had, I've, had moments, I've had moments where I've had like. I've I've disagreed with something quite strongly and I've talked to people that I trust, similar to what you said, T. I've gone to um some senior people on like, is there a dog? Yep. Big man thing, yeah. Everywhere I sit, yeah, it's not even a bloody <laughs> like why everyone's so active, man. Um let me move. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't worry. Don't mind me, I'll mute. No, so um nah, so I've like like you said, T, I've spoken to people that senior to me, people on my wavelength. And I feel like it is very good to have people around you that you trust. So yeah. in my work, we've had, we have like this unofficial ACS, whereby mm. there's a bag of us that we just like air our problems and just talk, banter, we go to eat, we go for like soft drinks. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, we, we, just, we, just talk, we, just, <laughs> we just talk it out. Do you know what I mean? We talk it out. And then at the end, it's either you realise that, all right, it wasn't that deep or yeah. someone else has been through that and they're like, this is what you can do and they help you navigate it. So I just feel like just communication is a big thing. Communication is a really big thing. I agree. But, um, I agree. Yeah. All right, but on, 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 on that topic though, before we go like further into it, um, we are, um, obviously you guys are going to listen to listen to this in the future but as i talk about this there has been something that happened of recent which um is quite disturbing yeah and i'm gonna explain i guess what's happened so you guys um on the pod will obviously know about the george floyd um situation yeah about how he was um killed effectively by, yeah by by <laughs> by american police and the reason why i'm talking about this is because um like, how, how would you deal with someone that was, I don't know, say, white, for example, and just wasn't getting it? For example, I've, I've been on Twitter and I've seen so many... It's, it's, it's very overwhelming, the amount of things I've seen on this. And, you know, rightly so, it should be getting the coverage that it is getting. Don't get me wrong, it should be. Um, but, like, how do you deal with people in that sense? For example, imagine, like, one a white colleague or someone that is white on the street and they're like, that police officer did nothing wrong or they were just doing their job or they just made a mistake. Like, how do you deal with that in regards to this George Floyd situation? I'm going to be honest, I can't deal with that. Um, I, can't deal, I can't deal with ignorance. We're in, we're my, toler- yeah. my, my, my tolerance level for that. Gone. I don't have none. I don't. I really don't. I feel like we're living... For a, me... Mm, go on. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, go on. You're going there. You're, I feel like... You're going to say what I'm going to say. And I don't think... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I feel like we live in a time here in 2020 where... Like, I can't speak about racism and, and be calm. Like, I'm irate as it is. Like, it just gets me frustrated. Because I'm thinking yeah. about situations that have... The only thing that has changed here with this is cameras. 
it's the same damn thing. And for you to think that a police officer that is supposed to be protecting each and every single one of us is a brother that's sitting down, kneeling down with some his foot, his knee yeah, on someone's neck, or on someone's neck, and think yeah. because of his title, because of his position, it's okay. Do you know what? If I if I saw that he was resisting or like you know you know the guy gave him a fight of his life, then maybe I would understand yeah. someone's point of view. Yeah. Maybe maybe he had a, a a a reason to do what he did. But mm. I couldn't even get myself to watch the video because there was no, there's no, there's no reason for you to have done what you've done. What you've done here is taken your position and said, you know what, I'm going to use my position and abuse it, abuse it and take someone's life. It's not for, I don't, I'm not um, here for the fact that, oh, he was declared, um, he was declared dead um, an hour after. From when someone is saying, I can't breathe, what in heavens is going through your brains? Like, what yeah. is it? Sorry, I got my little cousin's crying in the background. But yeah. Mm. It, it, it just frustrates, I can't be, like, for anyone to say, like, oh, the police, police officer did the job, they're the problem. It's part, it's, they're one of my biggest problems. It's people like them that make people like us, me, the person that has colour. It makes my life harder. It makes us feel like, imagine a situation like that will happen in the workplace. You're going to get, yeah, oh, facts, I just, I just can't, I can't, I can't even speak properly. Oh, and, and the scariest just, thing, oh, and there was another video, I know we're talking about George, um, Lloyd, but I don't, so I don't want to. But I'm. But no, there was, no, I know what you're going to yeah, say. This week there was. This talk week it, yeah. there was another video of a woman, um, Amy Cooper, who was in the mm. park. And um, <laughs> first of all, first of all, <laughs> Amy Cooper. First of all, first of all, her dog shouldn't have been office leash for real in the first place because that that specific park you have to have your dog on a leash and then some um, a black man must have told her if it was okay for her to put the dog on the leash and she wasn't having it and so um he started <laughs> recording her and then she decided to call the police and over exaggerate what was happening saying that an african-american man is threatening it wasn't her. even over exaggerating False it's a lie. Abuse. False, yeah. False. He started no, screaming as well. Like, like he was. Uh, like, are we? Are we overlooking the fact that he didn't even sound like a typical? Wait, wait, like, wait. He didn't even look guys, like. Can you say something? Can you say something? If you guys see the picture of this guy, with all due respect, yeah. Yeah. This guy. Oh. Is a, this guy. This guy's a bird watcher. Yeah. He's a bird watcher. <laughs> he, has, he, has, he, has he used glasses. to work for Marvel as well. Yeah, like he like shirt tucked into trousers and all them things. It's not like. Um. Donny didn't have a hoodie. He, he didn't, he didn't he's like, not the typical. He wasn't a, a typical stereotype. He looks like a Wilfred. <laughs> he's a You're right. A Clarence. He looks like a Clarence. <laughs> yeah. He looks like the safest brother on the planet. And she, she was this just guy, doing the... She panicking. You could probably slap him and he'll give you flowers. Like, he's he seems like that type of guy. Or, or a dove or something. <laughs> no, that video was scary and and what scares me even more especially was when I found out that she was head of insurance for Frank Franklin Templeton. That's yeah. like they rejected me. Oh, well, <laughs> it's, it's good that they did because boy. <laughs> but it's like imagine imagine you're working under someone who's racist or who who has right. um Racist and you may be, you know, you Imagine, and you don't even know. I saw a tweet. Someone said, because um, obviously Franklin Templeton tweeted that um, she had been sacked and stuff. And um, yeah, thank you, for, thank you for that, FT, man. Love that. Love that energy. And someone tweeted, I hope, um, no, thank, thank you that she, you know, she's been sacked. I hope you guys are going to investigate 
um, yeah, some of the colleagues that she works under as well mm. and see mm. if there were any sort of racial um, <clears throat> situations. Workplace banter. Under her, mm. under her. Mm. So, I mean, like a cheeky, a, you know, a little comment like, Oh, you're such a cheeky monkey. Or, mm. like, do you want, yeah. do you want a from the, from the, the banana from the canteen? Yeah. Or like, no, your, your hair looks, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like these mm. little sniggling, niggling Comment. type of comments. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Which I thought was, 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 was true, man. Nah. But facts. But, um, Valid. Back to, back to what I was, back to the point I was kind of, I guess, indulging though. Um, in that situation, I mean, we've talked about dealing with difficult people, but when it's so close to home, when it's so personal, how do you actually deal with it? Like, how does one say, rah, like, you are a racist, this mm. is how I'm going to deal with you? Or to, to, to the extent where racism makes you boil up, how does one deal with that? I don't know how to answer that, I'll be honest. Like, how you're dealing with the people, you mean, right? Yeah, or it, it could be from, like, a cry standpoint. Like, how do you... For example, that lady, um, Amy from the the um, Franklin Thompson, like, I don't know how how do you how does one for me deal with her? I feel like there's like it could be from a cry standpoint. It could be there's like, there's, oh, there's two angles. There's two angles. There's two, two angles. There is make, two the angles. Make, the point I'm trying to make is here, yeah. It's like obviously it's more than understandable. More than, to have resentment to have. Uh, you know, if someone came to me and said, "Right, I have a grudge against this person," of course, I, I would I would more than understand where they're coming from. However, from the standpoint that we are in, knowing what we know and what is behind all of these things, should we as Christians be able to say she did wrong? Let's pray for her or forgive her or like less. <laughs> you know what I'm now, now, I get what you mean. I hear what you're, you're saying. No, we will pray you, for you her. You lost me when you said pray. Yeah, we when will you pray, said pray for her. I don't we... know about you, Tolu. No, me. It'll take time. For I can't real. lie. Let's be real here. <laughs> it takes time. Because <laughs> you don't pray for everyone. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thought, not saying I prayed for her. There's one angle, yeah? There's one angle, yeah? Look at you. <laughs> there's one angle, yeah? Where you got, like, the person... They, like in this day and age, they should clearly understand like what's right and wrong, mm, like yeah. what's offensive and what's not yeah. offensive. Head of insurance, so, like, you know what's wrong. You can't, you can't. <laughs> impossible to not think. Like if you're head of insurance, I'm sure you're closely linked to like head of HR and mm. head of this and head of that, the and heads. the problems that HR have to encounter. Like I'm sure they brought things to the table. Like this happened today, that happened today. So I feel like what she done was just trying to abuse the current situation in America. Yeah. With the mm. whole, you know, oh, if we're reporting a black person over the phone, it must be a problem. Mm. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And even like to search like a bit, I was watching one documentary of one lady. I think she was giving a TED talk and she was in a classroom full of white people and she was asking them, if you want to be treated like black people in this country, stand up. And nobody stood yeah. up. So I feel so like know a this Amy, whoever, mm-hmm. they know there's an issue. 100%. She knows mm. what she did there. So like for me... I can't, I can't pray for her until she, I, I really know that. get from her the understanding of... What she's done wrong. Yeah, you know what you did was wrong. Just own it. Mm. Yeah, like, own it. Yeah. But then the other angle is there are some people who genuinely don't understand, like, our world. Do you know what I mean? Like, they grew up in Sunshine and Skittles and their, their, their world is literally, like, totally opposite to Different, us. So yeah. when we're 
when we're saying certain things like don't touch my hair or say my name correctly stuff like this they don't like realize. you have to you can't really they don't get it you can't you can't judge mm. you can't judge them straight off you got you, you have to try and gauge whether they understand where you're coming from or not so they, there's two angles one is don't judge the other is make sure you get an understanding from them that they understand what they did was wrong like they have to own it at the end of the day mm. that woman was panicking like mm. Yeah. The guy didn't even move. So she was blatant. strangling like, the dog. Is... The dog. She was. <laughs> the dog was gonna die, fam. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was doing three sixty on the floor. Yeah. You could hear the. <laughs> you could hear it's... it, and the, and the, the bird. Is, why didn't the she bird just go? Was just... She should have left. Why didn't yeah. she just walk away? I don't get. It. Why did? She... Why was she spinning the dog in circles? It doesn't. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Joy you know is. I think I first watched that video on mute. And I was like, Did oh you? my gosh, she's killing the dog. <laughs> and I, I rewatched it. Then you, yeah, what? Huh? <laughs> this is baffling. All right. Well, sorry, does anyone else have anything else to say in regard to that before we move on? I mean, what would, what would, I mean, racism obviously goes against, um, goes against everything that God stands for. Um, and how do we see Jesus reacting to sin? I mean, he was turning over tables and that. Um, Boy. He, it didn't, no. it wasn't, it, it's not something yeah, that's that, the point, that's his, the point first, his make, first reaction was anger. But then if she comes, if this Amy Cooper woman comes and she sincerely wants to be forgiven for what she's done, she recognises that it's wrong, then I do believe that we we should forgive her. It's not 100%. right. Yeah. 100%. So, 100%. But do you, like, I think mean, we should forgive her anyway. Do you we feel like, like anyway. we should forgive her anyway? Yeah, of course. But my question is, with that, do you feel like, she should have released a statement from the company before getting fired because it's now, I feel like they've just pushed her out there into the world. To do it. And she can't really justify herself now. She's just, but yeah, the, like she's just out is, there somewhere she's now. Still playing ig- she's still playing ignorant. She, say, she yeah. said that um, she truly was scared. Come on. So her statement... Are we watching the same video? Did anybody watch what I watched? <laughs> she was proof. the scary one. <laughs> she was the scary one. She even, she stormed <laughs> towards him. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. she was like, "Don't, <laughs> don't, don't film me, sir! Don't film me, sir!" Like she was, she came on a crud thing. <laughs> so, if anything, she's the one. Don't film me, sir. All right, cool. So, guys, we've talked about difficult people at work, difficult people that we've seen in the news or online. I want to move on. Cool. So, I guess moving on to house of worship, the church. Mm. The place that we all know and love, yeah. How do you guys, or actually, it's an open question, open statement, not even a question, open statement. Talk to me about church hurt. Talk to us about church hurt. Church hurt. What are your views on it? Do you guys, do you guys think like church hurt isn't that deep? Obviously, it's obviously dependent, but if you were to generalize it, do you guys not think that it's that deep? Do you think that it's uh, not spoken about enough, overlooked. Chats me, man. And have, you guys, like, and have you guys experienced it start. yourselves? I've experienced it. I think we all have, in a way, without realising. For me, I'll try to be quick. Like, just get me out of the way, because I'm here to learn at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, no, we, we, we want to hear your points too. We but hear you, see, you see me, yeah? Like, my church hurt was obviously the African Pentecostal church um, tradition growing up. And I feel like... I feel like everyone's been in that predicament without even realising. Like, mm-hmm. watching your mum on the floor with, like, curtains over her, and you're thinking, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, is this, is this church? 
you've got the whole money thing. And some pastors, like, you grow up now thinking, like, where did that money even go? Because the, the church was in a secondary school, PE or, or something. So it's like, they never <laughs> even had the money to, like, get their own building. Wait, wait, and... wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, hold I on hope I'm not triggering anyone's. Hold on a second. No, I feel like we've not experienced that. Wait, did Jackie, you just I'm say it was saying. in a secondary school and it's still in the secondary school? Is that what you're saying? There, there are some church, the one that I grew up in is still in the same. No, it's not, it's not in the same school. It's in a different school. Mm. Only the church grew and they're in a bigger hall. But it's not, it's not their own building. So it makes you, it just makes you question like, okay, we're giving our offerings and whatnot, but who, what is it funding if we don't have our own building? Or um, like, if you do the okay. math here, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to sow seeds in anyone, but yeah. maybe you're currently attending a church that's in the secondary school hall and you're thinking, okay, my offering was £20. How much is it to, to even rent this hall for the Sunday? Do you know what I mean? And mm. you've got the whole congregation giving X amount. So it just makes you think, like, where's the money even going to? That's a big thing for me, the money and just the whole tradition of African church. Like, you couldn't dress the way you wanted to, even though... There's limits to the way you dress, you know what I mean? But like, it was just a judgmental type of thing. And it was all image. People were going for image. Like my mom, she was hell-bent on making praise and worship. She didn't even care about the message. As long as she made it for praise and worship. Same. Like, She's all right. Like, that, that's it. Like, we're there. That's and then put the message her, you know on I mean? your phone. You get me? Like, she's switching because she don't have the tambourine. Like, her priorities were just all over the place. Off, yeah. like, and but is that church or is that your... With all due respect, your family that gave a wrong representation of what church... No, for me, it's church. Do you know why it's mm. church? Because my family just want to mm. attend. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They, yeah, they okay. just want to attend. But mm. I feel like the church brought all of those extra stuff with it. Mm. Like, the, mm. their way of thinking, their tradition. And, like, you know, their we're belief. calling the pastor daddy. Like, you know, there's times oh, yeah. where I may not... Uncle. You may not eat the best food, but if the pastor's coming to your house, what? The banquet oh, yeah. that you have. Like... Obviously, it's, this isn't something that will hurt someone, but it will tarnish the mind it of someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, you get older and you just think, this church, this church ain't for me. Your mom starts, like, she'll stop asking you to come. And then before you know it, you're out in the world, exploring your life. You're invited to another church. You're just thinking, nah, all churches are the same mm. because of that first yeah. experience. So that, that was my take on it. Like, literally, I came proper to church when I was, like, 18. And that I left when I was in what year seven, so that's a good how many years just enjoying mm. your life without even like the idea of yeah, seven years. without the idea of like going to church because you just think no, nah, all churches are like what I've seen, what I've experienced. So yeah, I think it's real um, to answer that question and not spoken about enough um, to an extent because there are so many people that have been through things and. They don't speak up. They speak about so many things, but church hurt is like something that's kind of busted on the carpet because I don't know if people want church to be painted as good all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like God is good yes, all the time, all the time. God is good type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my stance on it. Have you guys, do you guys relate? Have you guys been through similar? I think, I think, yeah, so Tolu, I think Tolu said something about she experienced church hurt. Tolu, do you want to say anything on that? Yeah, um, yeah, I've experienced church hurt. Um, I feel I, I, I honestly thought that everyone had, um, but my specific experiences with church hurt has more so been the people rather than um, 
institution or um, the way that pastors have been handling the offering, as um, Sixfoot was saying, uh, mine has definitely been more so with the things that have been said to me by people. Um, I think particularly when I first converted, a lot of people didn't believe me because I'd taken a long mm. time to convert in the first place. Um, yeah. So I remember mm. when I converted, it's, it's like everyone was doubting my conversion. Um, I, was, I was being asked like mad questions that I felt was inappropriate, considered that I'd said that I'd, you know, received the Holy Spirit. And people were definitely doubting who I was. And I just thought it was weird because I thought, shouldn't you be happy for me like that I've mm. decided to take things seriously and it's not even should they and it was it wasn't just like should they, should they not be happy for me but it was like I've actually truly made a decision like I've yeah. truly changed the way that I've been doing things so how can the same people that I thought should be happy for me be like judging like a it's like a soul moment yeah so mm. it was really strange and in those moments I felt like so alone um, mm. So that was my experience with church hurt. Like, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Lids, have you got any any anything to add? Anything there? Any experiences? Well, for me, I don't really. I've I've seen bare of my friends go through it, but my I think my standpoint of why I'm I'm not a fan of church hurt is because you come to church yeah, out of all your problems, you come to a place of peace just to to gather your mind. Church is the one place where when home ain't working right, when your workplace is not working right church mm. is the place that you can find peace mm. and when you don't find it there it just baffles my brain yeah. it just my yeah. head just enamored. it doesn't make sense to me but then i come to the understanding as long as we're human beings as long as human beings are in the church mistakes are bound to be made because we're man however sometimes the church hurt that i've seen my friends go through is just i can't i don't understand logistics mm. don't make sense and you actually hurt for them even though it's not your church hurt yeah Sometimes you feel like you want to let them mourn as if someone's died, but it's not. It's not even that deep. But that's just, that's just yeah. I, that's my only standpoint. I feel like church hurt is deeper because you're supposed to go to church to find peace, your happiness, and that's the place you're finding hurt. Okay, like, that's, <clears throat> but what if, that's the bit I don't like. What if someone says, "Yeah, okay," or someone that's listening and they say, "You know what? I'm I'm going through church hurt. Um, some of the things mm -hmm. that you guys have said, I've." You know, been through it or I'm going through it particularly people with, let's say people for example um, T mentioned a point about um, how you know, the people that supposedly are there to believe in you the most um, mm. are the ones that are sort of against you um, mm. if someone wants to say you know what, what yeah burn this church I'm off I'm going I'm going to another church I'm going to um, I'm not going to church anymore I'm going to do my own Bible study at home like what would you say if, that, if those thoughts are crossing through someone's mind, number one, are they right for having those thoughts? Number two, what does one do in that situation? <clears throat> anyone, anyone, floor's open. I, w I wouldn't say that they're right, necessarily right yeah. to have those thoughts, but I would say that it's understandable that they would have those thoughts considering that they have gone through like some sort of hurt. But then it goes back to what Lydia said about, um, about separating like God with people and understanding that people are imperfect, that we're flawed, that we're going to, like, we're going to offend at times. And even though you're meant to come to church and it's meant to be beautiful, you're meant to find peace there, you have to understand that that's not always going to be the case. And it's very easy to say, I'm going to leave this church and go to another church and then things are going to be great, things are going to be good. 
but you'll find that you're going to find the same imperfect people that you found in your previous church in the church that you're in now so i think that it's important that people build up that resilience that dependence on god that when they are going through difficult moments or they are finding that they're going through hurt that it's not okay but i'm gonna get through this because i'm with god and that's all i care about and this is just a moment in my life that i have to overcome and it's teaching me how to love better because oftentimes we ask god okay help us to like help me to know how to love people better help me out to know how to be more like you but how do you learn how to love people how do you learn how to deal with difficult situations or challenges is every time it comes to you you're very quick to run away from it so um mm. that would be my advice mm. Mm. six foot six foot chat to us um to be fair i think church hurt will always be there especially if from i'm speaking from experience if you're not going there for god you're just gonna find church hurt you are going to find church hurt. And there are some people that will tell you, no, but I am there for God. And yeah. church hurt will always be there. But I feel like if your mind is solely focused on the things of God, the word, and just the, the sole aim of why you actually step foot in the church, if your focus is there and only there, church hurt won't find you. But I feel like church hurt really comes from uh, extracurricular activities, people that you engage with. It's always people, and is, I'm even, it's even good that T mentioned that. It is the people that tend to flop your experience in church, and it's always, you know, mixing with the wrong people in church, because not everyone in church is perfect at the end of the day. It's not to say that you're going to go there and be by yourself, but yeah. I just feel like if you're on your own journey, your own walk with God, then church hurt won't find you. So my advice in summary is just to remain focused and. Focus on why you went, do you know what I mean? Because I yeah. believe every single one of us, we attend church and we went for a purpose. We went because we were going through something at the time. We didn't think, oh, I'm going to go here and meet new friends and, you know, get involved with this and get involved with that. That just came along with the yeah. package eventually, do you know what I mean? But I feel like if, if we're just focused on, you know, the aim of actually being in church, which is fighting to be saved, being closer to God, and all the extra stuff, then, yeah, it won't find us. That's my advice, if it makes sense. Yeah. Before, before, before I um, dive deeper into that, I just want to reference the Bible quickly. Um, just, and it kind of ties into some of the things that you guys have talked about. Um, Matthew 6, 33 says, and one of my favorite verses in the Bible, honestly, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added onto you. Yeah, that's the first Bible verse I wanted to... Um, like I mentioned on this pod. The second one mm -hmm. is Proverbs 8.17. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. First Chronicles 16.11, last one. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. And one of the points I wanted to make in regards to those three verses is just all of them reference seeking God. They never reference um, anything about seeking people or pleasing people or finding affirmation in different types of people. It's yeah. always because, as T and Lids mentioned, God is the one that's perfect. And people are, by nature and by creation, imperfect, right? So even though you know, we might want to execute something, um, say, in God's work or we're trying to do something, um, you know, we might have good intentions, but because, I don't know, because we are imperfect, some of the things that we might do might come across as 
um, wrong or it might, it might not come across the way that we want it to come across simply because of the fact that we as human beings are flawed, which is why it goes back to your point, um, six four, about seeking God and just ensuring that you're there for the right reasons. You're there for God, not to please people. And yeah, those verses um, almost sum, sum that up. So yeah, I just wanted to put a reminder out there for anyone that's listening as well. And you have to also like trust God, trust him that if there's someone who's in a position of leadership or an authority and they're doing what's wrong and they're not serving him properly, that he's going to remove them, that something is going to yeah. happen, that they're going to change. Like you have to trust that that can happen. Um, yeah. But I would always encourage people to pray for, for certain people, particularly if this <laughs> is someone who's hurt you, to pray about it. Like it's happened. I, I've got a question for that one now. Makes so, so you you said um, anyone that's in a position of authority, mm. you know, sooner or later, God is gonna do His wonderful work. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what if the person that is in the position of authority, you genuinely, you genuinely believe that that person is a man of God, that person is ordained by God um, to mm. do God's work. However, there might be things like I don't know. I don't know, cultural differences whereby you you and your conscience don't feel like it's necessarily a wrong thing, but they do. And because they have that title as a man of God or woman of God um, or servant of God, whatever it might be, they, you know, you're conflicted between, rah, are they right or am I right? But in that situation, you might not feel like you're wrong. Have I confused you? Does that make sense? No, I, mm-hmm. it makes it makes sense. Yeah. There's there could be a few answers. There could be a few uh, people could give like quite a few different pieces of advice um, regarding this. But I mean, if you believe that person is a man of God, um, I feel like you should allow them to lead, even if the way that they're leading you, you don't agree with it. You should still allow them yeah. to lead because they've been given that anointing. It's not down to you to place your opinions or your how you feel is, is the right way to lead you should just allow them to lead if it's not right like I said God will correct it um but even in that period of them leading and leading in a way that you don't like mm. there will be someone who's blessed from it there's there will be someone who gains something from it and whether even if it's not mm. you I believe that there'll be someone if that person is a man of God yeah yeah we can't underestimate the power of God through prayer as well. Yeah. Like, praying about it can actually bring a result rather than you assuming or overthinking the situation. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not going to throw the word perception out there, but everything's viewed differently mm. <laughs> from two different mm. angles. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. I just feel like when people, people have heard, you may have heard the word, just pray about it, and you're thinking it's not that easy. It proper is. I think it's not easy because no, I feel like it's, I feel like people say it's not easy because they want the answer now. Like yeah. they're, they're in the heat of the moment. And let's be real, you don't hear the voice of God straight away. Like you're gonna have to wait a couple of days, if not immediately. <laughs> no, let's be real. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there are some situations they just say leave it to God, but okay, like we don't hear the voice physically. You have to wait for a scenario or just that revelation. And people want it now, now. So yeah. People just don't underestimate, they underestimate the power of prayer, I think, in that situation. You can be real and with God. Like, we're not saying that your prayers have to, like, sound um, overly spiritual. Like, if you don't like switch, someone, 
if you don't like someone or you don't like the way something's being done, like you, why, you can say, I, I, I personally will say to God, like, look, I don't like the way that this person is leading us. Like, I don't like it at all. And it, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it makes sense. But do you, okay, I've got a question actually. Saying that, do you guys feel like it's wrong to? Because we're saying pray and all of this stuff, but okay, authority has done you wrong. Is it wrong to actually go and confront them? This is biblical. Ah, <laughs> oh, mate. Whew. It depends on their goal. It depends on the situation. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on the situation. You know, know, no, but church hurt could easily be avoided if you just confront the situation. You know, like, I just feel like people, they tend to go to others rather than the actual problem. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's say someone's hurt me, I'm now going to go and tell Apex. And then Apex will go and tell T and then we'll talk about it on Mm. Zoom and figure out how to deal with it rather than me going to the offender. The direct yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to find out, like, what happened. So, uh, just because, maybe just because he's an authority or she's an authority, so okay. am I allowed to speak or act this person? But do you feel like, what, what, what's your advice for someone who feels like they may not be in that position to uh, confront I'll, someone I'll, in authority? I'll, I'll um, I, I, I personally feel like, you know, your, your salvation comes above everything. And, in that situation, if you feel like it is impacting your salvation, for example, if six mm. foot dumb dirty and, you know, I prayed about it and it's just like, I feel very uncomfortable and I can feel a certain grudge evolving, then that is, imp- that is impacting my salvation, right? And I just yeah. feel like you need to go and, you do need to go and confront it. You need to go and confront it, talk to the person, regardless of superiority, title, um, or anything like that, you need to be able to talk to them. But it also depends on how you talk to them as well. Like if you, like mm. before, before anything, we're humans, right? And if someone comes to to me on like a hype or like an aggy level, I'm I'm instantly as a human gonna have my shield up, or I'm gonna have be defensive, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, okay, give me an example. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna be like very back and forth for the person. However, if they come to me in a way that's, for example, um. You know, I've been thinking about this, I've prayed about it, and I genuinely just want to talk to you because I want to resolve it, blah, blah, blah. Then the approach is very different, and you're more, that person might be more inclined to listen. Yeah, to, to listen. Yeah, so 100% confront mm. it, talk to the person, but also see how you are confronting as well because there's ways to do it, and you, need, you want to do it in a, in a proper way as opposed to doing it anyhow. In a calm way. And I believe, yeah. I think that a lot of people, okay, when they're going through church hurt, this conflict is in their mind, like, should I leave this church or should I not? And some people have genuinely gone through, because obviously everything that we've said is nice, is helpful, etc., etc. But what if someone's really, but really been violated and they're like, I cannot be in this environment anymore. What is, what do you think the tip, of, what do you think the most acceptable reason is for someone to leave a church? So I think, ooh. If the person, I feel like if the person genuinely feels like, by the way, no one has handcuffed you to your church building. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can you can legit do, do what you want. Do you want. Like, if 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 you feel like your salvation, the most important and the most treasurable thing that we have on this earth, is being affected, and you genuinely can't see any way of it you know, any way of you growing or resolving that, and you feel like, you know what, I will be better off in another place of worship, then by all means, preserve your salvation and go. 
if you if you feel like you genuinely feel like you've exploited all your options, you've talked to the person, you've prayed about it, you fast mm. about it, you talk to mm. your your someone you can trust about it, you've tried to resolve it, you have yeah. tried to look it, you have done all of these things, and and, and it's like, it's then by all means like, take no one's no one's handcuffed. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I feel like and you don't you don't have to leave punching and screaming. You just leave. Well, you don't have to leave blocking everyone's number because people are gonna wonder what's all what happened. <laughs> yeah, like this no is not indirect, by the way. I'm just saying, if you're gonna <laughs> yeah. leave someone, leave in a way, especially like, someone that you've been for years. At least tell people because people are gonna be like, "Oh, where did you? Where's she going? What's happening?" The, and like, that causes the concern. judgment and the gossip, and yeah, it entertains the the assumptions. Yeah, it's your fault. My thing is that people, some people also need to be honest with themselves. Okay, some of them they just don't want to go church no more. They just don't want to go. Like enjoy the flesh. Nothing really happened to you. Just be honest. Just be honest. You don't want to. You don't want to go to church. Like it's no nothing happened to you. Yeah, it's true. Now, Joyce, some people use the whole like, oh. I'm not really gaining anything from the word anymore. Mm. Or I'm not X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I'm not being but, fed but the thing is, you have to remember, like, uh, you hit the nail on the head there, T. Like, look at yourself as well. Like, it's very easy for us to look at other people and other situations and external things like that. However, we need to look at ourselves as well and see how we're behaving, how we're doing things and if we need to change first or if we're the problem if we're the problem then we need to change that but yeah i think looking looking at you first before um all the other external things that we talked about is important as well um i was reading one verse like if i could share it Um, like literally like there's stages and i feel like if you skip these stages then you'll never truly heal so like it was in matthew 18 verse 15 and it says moreover if your brother sins against you go and tell him his fault between you and him alone so this is already this is god speaking by the way jesus speaking the letters are in red so you already know (laughs) yeah and then like this is the first step is you and him alone if he hears you you've gained a brother in other words you you've gained a friend like there's a mutual understanding between the two but it says but if he will not hear take with you one or two more people as witnesses. So it's like, they're now telling you, if that conversation didn't go well, you're now bringing others involved who may know what the situation is about. It's not for you to go to the others first and then only you come and, you know, surround this one person. Like, Jesus already told us what to do. Like, it's one-on-one, bro. If it's not (laughs) one-on-one, then you're bringing witnesses. And it furthermore, it goes on to say, like, if he refuses to hear them, then you take it to the church. The wow. church being the authority. Obviously, yeah. maybe the way we've been taught is, you know, go straight to the head, like go straight to the source, go straight to the authority and let everyone know like, what the problem is. But yeah. things can easily be dealt with amongst if you. If you just go to the, yeah, yeah, If yeah. you just go direct to the person. If you're skipping and you're going straight to the friend, you've already, you're going to your friends, let's say, you've already lost. Like, I don't know who this, who's listening, but I'm here to tell you like, that's what the word of God says. This is not what six foot says. It first says to deal with it one-on-one. If the one-on-one don't work, you're bringing others to, not just to like 
gang up on the person, but it's to just be a witness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try and get an understanding from the situation. If it's yeah. not them that will sort it, it's the church that will sort it. And I don't, I don't, I hundred percent don't believe they mean the church as in the congregation. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it says, if the person refuses to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. In other words, this person is like done out here. You have every right to like, because you've tried everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. pray yeah. for them. Like you've done everything, but if you've skipped that initial stage of, let me just go and confront my brother. Let me go and confront this person. I, I therefore say you failed. That's my standpoint, just from reading that verse. Um, yeah. So, boy. Yeah, no, facts, 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 facts. I agree. Um, Honestly. I think that's it, you know. Do you guys have anything else to say? Does anyone want to say anything or... Anything else in your mind you think that will help the listeners in regards to dealing with difficult people or church hurt? I think we just, I think we said it all, really. Yeah. You lids has yeah. been quiet, you know, I can't lie. <laughs> yeah. He's been praying, man. He's been praying. I think, obviously, the, I think the main thing that concerns me about church hurt, sorry, just to end, is just oh, that I really just want people to separate the hurt that they've experienced from God because like 90% of the time when someone experiences church hurt they don't only leave the church but they leave God and I think to myself Mm. why does it have to be like that like why can't you leave the church but still maintain your relationship with God you have to allow it to impact you so much that you end up losing yourself like you start doing things that you never did before that you have like you always said that you were never going to do like why should you mm. allow someone to give you to take speak. so much power no, that's right that's right mm. and i think that's the difference between speak. religion crazy <laughs> <laughs> the way t just brought this conversation back to life if i speak <laughs> it's true you know Mate, there's no room if you want to speak you can speak no, it's, I disagree with what you said. Like, you can't use it now as an excuse to just go mad. Like, that one situation really now has taken you so far away from God that you're now doing the things to you Gamora. used to do. Oh, like, God. it's just mad. Like, do you, okay, do you agree with this statement? This is a statement that I've often heard quite, quite a bit. Um, do you guys agree with the statement? If someone's left... They were never about it. No, I don't agree with yeah, that. No, I don't, I agree. don't agree with it. I don't agree there at all. Don't no. agree. No. Why? No, no I'm just saying you. because I, I personally know, but it, it really does get shoved down um, the throats of some. Yeah. I'm just saying it, linking it with T's point because, you know, people, they really like, but some people really do just take a big decline once they've actually left the house of God. And then some would be the first to say, that just goes to show they were never really serious. And it just makes you think, like, I'm not there to agree or disagree. I just think, how can you say that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, no, when the person was around, they were doing everything required, whatever they, they may were, be. Like, yeah. they had a relationship with God. So it's like, how, who are we to say, you know, that didn't exist because now they're doing X, Y, and Z? Yeah. No, I think... I think you're right. But something that just came to mind as well is let's not let's not underestimate um, or let's not be naive to the plan of the devil as well. Because mm. the Bible says that the, the, the devil's like a roaring lion. Like he's 
he's very conniving and very sneaky and he obviously wants souls right he wants us to lose our salvation he wants us to go down with him and he will create or he will try and create certain things whereby those things yeah. that we just discussed happened so we almost need to be oh. the circle as well as if to say okay is this situation you know a situation i need to deal with or is this a situation like almost like a trap that is that has been surfaced to try and almost take me out or take me down or impact me in in a certain way and if that's the case then it might just be a case of praying about it like the certain situations that i've been through or that have come to me and my my first instinct has been prayer like prayer to god and prayer against the devil and the situation was clear do you know what I mean? So I think in regard to that as well, sometimes just being discernful of certain things as well and not letting it get to you because it could just be like the devil trying to trying to trying to do something, man. Trying to trying to poke you up. You feel me? Literally. For whoever's listening, just don't allow all these future church hurts cause you unnecessary unnecessary wahala. Like because the people are going to experience, even after listening to this, some people are going to experience some church hurt. But just always remember to just separate the two, the church and the people in it. No, no, the people who make the church oh. and God. It's two separate things. Sorry, guys. No problem. Yeah, no it's problem. just two separate things. But you guys know what I mean. But yeah, just always have that in mind. Cool. My facts. Facts. All right, cool. Guys, no, this pod has been really good, man. I'm sure it's been helpful for anyone that has been listening, that has been either dealing with difficult people or has been going through some sort of church hurt um as you guys know we are going to end this podcast with a prayer as we always do and as always if you are going through um any sort of issues if you do want someone to listen to situation you're going through or just a prayer then you know find us on socials find us on instagram on twitter um and send us a dm let's pray for you man we've got a big squad we've got a big team and we'll be able to help you in some way shape or form so on that note without further ado god i ask you to give strength to those who have gone through church hurt or who have been struggling with overcoming church hurt i pray that the things that we said in this meeting today has helped them that they may receive all that they need to overcome and to move forward with their lives in jesus christ's name amen amen amen, amen. and on that note guys <laughs> Thank you, and this morning and good morning, if it's night and good night. Guys, we are out. It's been your boy Apex, it's been your boy Six Foot, it's been your girl Lids, and it has been T. We are gone. Until next time, God bless you guys. Love you. Bye. Apex has left the meeting. Lids has left the meeting. Six Foot's left the meeting. Good afternoon. <laughs>